welcome to the Therapy for Moms podcast with your host, Jennifer Sommerfeld, where we explore matters of the heart and soul pertaining to motherhood. With Mindful Mondays kicking off the week with a short guided exercise to tune you in and tune you up for the week ahead. Expect inspirational, educational, and applicable info bites to help you thrive in your role as a mother. Visit us at www.therapyformoms.ca. Okay, here we are. It is Fearless Friday, and this is your host, Jennifer Sommerfeld from therapyformoms.ca. So why Fearless Friday? Let's just introduce Fearless Friday to all of you because this is our first episode. And I mean, first of all, I just thought it was a catchy name and, you know, to have Mindful Mondays and Fearless Fridays. So I kind of went with that. But Actually, um, Fearless Fridays is all about being able to drop into some of the psychoeducation, some of the nervous system informed info, so geeking out on polyvagal theory, and also emotional regulation, and really tuning in and starting to understand your system in little sound bites. And Sometimes I'll give you little activities to practice, but um, it's kind of just an opportunity for me to chat with you all about pieces of material that can be complex to understand, but I will break it down in hopefully um, really digestible language and information so you can absorb it and start to apply it. Some of the stuff that we'll talk about on Fearless Fridays, you might actually um, hear your therapist speak about. So it might be uh, just a reminder and help you integrate that information even more deeply. I know for myself, I have been um, entrenched in the studies and the research of, of trauma-informed care, um, how we heal through a neurobiological uh, lens, and for over 10 years now, and more and more information keeps coming out. And so one of the things that I've had to do throughout the years to really embody what it was that I was learning is, is to hear it over and over again. And every time I would hear the information, I would take it in just a little bit more deeply. I would understand it just a little bit better. And I would start to see how it um, intersects with my life, how I can bring that information to life and have it work for me and my system. So that's the idea of Fearless Friday and um, is to unpack concepts that are talked a lot about in mental health and trauma-informed care so that you can um, really get a grip, really understand what it is that we're talking about here. So today, I thought it would be appropriate to open with the concept, with the idea, with the experience of, with the emotion of fear. Not going to go too, too deep in it. We'll just do a little bit of an overview. Um... But let's start with the question, what is fear? 
Now we might have a real intellectual idea as to what a fear is, or we might have a visceral experience of what fear is. And I'm sure um, we can all define fear through our own lived experiences. But what came through for me when I held the question, what is fear, is that fear is a messenger. It is a messenger and it is a survival emotion. You see, fear is simply that, an energetic response to perceived or actual threat that is intended to mobilize our system towards safety. And so it's a messenger. It's providing us with information. In and of itself, fear doesn't mean anything other than that, except that the mind puts meaning onto what it is that we're experiencing. And we'll talk a bit about that. So fear, a messenger and a survival emotion. So what is it telling us? Fear tells us that there's either actual threat of danger or life threat, or there's a perception of life threat or danger. So to understand, first of all, um, how it interacts with our system. Remember, when I speak about system, I'm speaking about three centers of knowing, right? I unpacked the three centers of knowing in the Mindful Monday podcast. Um, so the three centers of knowing, you've got your body biology, you've got your heart center, and you've got your mind or cognitive center. And so when I'm talking about our system, I'm talking about our biological system. It's short for nervous system. Okay. You have within your biology, a very, very ancient governing system. Ancient, I'm talking about 500 million years ancient. So this system within your biology is, it's, well, first of all, it's been working and it informs so much about your lived experience. Without this system, you can't experience life. So this nervous system is informing how you experience life. And it is informed by its environment externally. It's informed by its experiences between you and another nervous system. And it's informed by your inner environment. And it's shaped by our experiences in life in particularly, in particular, it's shaped by your early primary experiences as far back as in utero. So I like to say, we have two states within this system. We have a survival state and we have a thriving state. Both states exist within our biology. Our survival state is broken down into two different um, states. And they're connected to, one is connected to your sympathetic system or your sympathetic state and the other is connected to what is known as your dorsal vagal state. It's connected to the vagal nerve. So the dorsal vagal state is the oldest, most primitive protective state of the organism. 
its entire purpose is to protect and preserve energy um, for the system, for the organism, for its survival. So this state is one of collapse, immobilization, shutting down, hiding, disappearing. You could imagine it like you're turtling in like a turtle. It's very old. It's very ancient. And its whole purpose was to slow the system down as if it was feigning death to prevent death. So that the system itself can pretend or play dead in hopes that whatever the threat or the predator, um, you know, in the environment in hopes that that threat would go away. It would leave the system alone. It would leave the organism alone. And so this state exists in us. It's a protective, preserving state in which it slows everything down. Its complete opposite is the sympathetic state, which is, um, was, was, um, came online. You could say it came online about a million years later after the dorsal vagal state. And in the sympathetic state, we, we know this state as the fight or flight state, and it is there to mobilize aggressive energy. When I heard the term mobilize aggressive energy, I understood something about human behavior through a different lens in that this instinctive innate state within our biological system is intended to produce an enormous amount of energy and to move that energy towards the limbs in hopes to be able to either fight for our protection or run like a cheetah. So you're getting a sense of these two different states, and these states are considered to be your survival system. So that its whole purpose is to work in your favor um, with in with with intention, not not psychological intention, but um, with that innate intention to um, keep the organism safe and alive. Survival state. Now we also have a thriving state, and the thriving state is. Um, a newer, a newer state. It evolved um, after the sympathetic state, and it is considered to be interconnected with the human experience. It's also known as the social engagement system. And this state is connected to the ventral vagal nerve. And it is responsible for our ability to deeply connect with each other, to socially engage for our, not only our survival, but to thrive through social engagement, that we need one another. And it's also interconnected to um, healing, growth, potential possibility, gratitude, compassion, expanded states of consciousness and awareness. So we truly thrive when we've accessed this state within our biology. And this state is accessible through the ventral vagus nerve. 
both the ventral and the dorsal systems um, are part of the polyvagal nerve and the polyvagal pathway. But I like to break it up for simplistic sake and just say you've got a survival system and you have a thriving system. And we access these different systems and states throughout the day, multiple times throughout the day. We can move in between these states. However, the challenge is when we get stuck in one particular state or when we're stuck within the survival system and we can't seem to access the thriving state. Okay, pause there. Let's go back to fear as the survival motion. So when when the survival system is activated because the nervous system is this biological threat detector, and it has detected threat through its Wi-Fi signal known as neuroception, whether that threat is actual or perceived doesn't matter to the system. The system gets ignited and it's like it's initiated, it's turned on, all that energy is turned on and, um, and it gets flooded with adrenaline and cortisol. And what we know is that the emotion associated with the survival state of sympathetic is fear or anger. And typically the emotion associated with the dorsal state is sadness and despair. So one of my colleagues and friends, Dr. Doug Tatarin, he spoke about how we have four emotions and the rest are feeling beliefs or feeling states. And so he identified that we have these three survival emotions, or I'm linking it as survival emotions, which is anger, fear, and sadness. And then we have a thriving emotional state, which typically is known as happiness. And of course, we have the full spectrum, the spectrum of love, gratitude, all of the elevated feeling states that come out of that, or joy. And so when we are in an activated survival stress response, the emotion associated with that is either fear or anger. And so the body produces those chemicals, releases the chemical, the chemical um, has an experience within our system and we have a felt inner experience. That felt experience is something that we um, feel within our body or our biology. And generally speaking, it's uncomfortable to feel. However, we don't just have this biological reaction, we also have a psychological reaction. So now we have the threat detector, the nervous system, that has neuroceived a potential threat or danger or harm, whether actual or perceptual, it ignites the survival system. The survival system mobilizes its energy by producing a bunch of adrenaline and cortisol and the resulting emotion is fear or anger. 
So today we're focusing on fear. Fear has a certain chemical composition. It, it truly is energy and motion. I like to think of it like it's a like you're in a chemistry lab and you've put these these different chemicals together, these energetic chemicals, and they're creating a certain kind of frequency. And so that frequency floods the system as a felt experience. And generally speaking, it's familiar. Fear is supposed to mobilize the system so we can either fight or escape it. However, we also have a prefrontal cortex. We have a neocortex. So we've got this kind of e quote this idea that it's an evolved human brain because we can think, we can self-reflect, we can draw up memory, we can ruminate on a thought. And so because of that, let's call this the thinking mind or the ego mind, attaches or associates a thought and a belief with what it's experiencing. So the mind, I like to say the mind tells a story about what you're experiencing. And often it's the story of fear that traps us in that survival state. So we want to be able to, first of all, befriend the fear, recognize fear as a messenger, and know what to do with it when it shows up and then be able to inquire whether it is um, actual, warranted, or perceived based on our past experiences. And then also be able to separate out what is the mind telling you about the fear itself, because the mind is going to create a story about what it is. So a really simple metaphor to understand what it is that I'm saying here is, let's say in the past, that the um, somebody, let's say in the past, somebody uh, experienced or, or actually came into contact with a snake, a poisonous snake, and the system responded appropriately to that potential threat. And then in the future, every time this person sees anything that might resemble the snake, whether it's something in the grasses, whether it's a rope on the ground. Now the mind is, is neuroceiving that that thing over there is also a snake, therefore a potential threat, and it activates the survival stress system and produces fear in the biology. So now, as an active participant, because of because as a human, we have the capacity to reflect, we can actually hold a question in terms of assessing whether or not that threat is actual or perceived. And this is one of the ways in which we can downregulate that flood of fear energy. Now, there's something else that happens with fear. And and it's something very nuanced in which um, I've been spending a lot of time with my own inner investigation to befriend this state. Typically, when we experience the energetics of fear in our biological system, there's a lot of resistance to feeling that amount of energy in the body. 
And generally speaking, many of us were not shown what to do when we feel this amount of emotional material in our biological system. We just don't know how to move it. We weren't shown how to move it. And that's why I say we either implode or explode, right? And so what we want to be able to do is we want to recognize what fear is when it shows up in our biology and name it. This is fear. Before we get into the story of fear, we just want to name this is fear. And with this curious mind, you're holding the fear in your body. Now, generally, it can be overwhelming for people to hold that amount of energy pulsing throughout the biological system to stay present with it because it seems overwhelming. But that's the mind coming in. And, and experiencing fear itself, the energetics of fear itself as an, a threat. And so we get stuck. We resist the fear. The mind comes in. It, it, it has a story that the feeling of fear is dangerous, and then it loops itself. Okay, I'm just going to pause there. I kind of went on a tangent for a moment. I'm introducing you to the emotions and the energetics of fear through the lens of neurobiology right now. And I'm introducing you to the different states of your system, the survival state and the thriving state. And when we're in a survival state, generally speaking, the emotions associated with it are fear, anger, or sadness. And right now, we've been talking about the impact of fear and then how the mind tells a story about what we're experiencing. We want to be able to kind of separate the experience itself in the body and the story the mind is telling. I hope that you enjoyed today's Fearless Friday as we introduced the um, concept of fear itself. And we will just keep building on all of this. If you like what you're listening to, and you want more of it, and you have a question or a topic that you would like me to discuss, please send us an email at support at therapyformoms.ca. And we will gladly make note of that and chat about it on the podcast. And also, if you are a mom looking for therapeutic support with a little bit of a twist, um, definitely check us out at therapyformoms.ca. And finally, if you are a birth worker or a doula and you would like to become more embodied with nervous system informed care in your um, private practice as a birth worker, check us out at nsidoulatraining.com.